Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark DeVries, and I am joined by Miles Ma. Hi, I'm Miles. Hi. Uh, wait, you're not. We'll, we'll get back to the, we'll get back to you. I'm also joined by Jackie Jimenez. Hello. Hi, Jackie. I'm, hi. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> thanks ask. Thanks for asking. Thanks it's for okay. asking. okay. You don't have to. Uh, Miles is a, a little just bit go, different. Just going through the motions. <laughs> a little bit different this week. We have substitute Miles in. Miles is exactly the same as he's always been. <laughs> okay. You're just hearing things differently. You just speak in third person now? Yeah. Yes. We have Chikas uh, on the podcast. Hello, Chikas. Thank you for uh, jumping in. Miles is in, I don't even know. Is he in the Illinois? Midwest? Yeah. He's one Midwest of, again. One of those states uh, doing, you know, the holiday thing. We don't, we don't do pajamas that. pajamas with other people. Ugh. How <laughs> cute. Although I will say I really enjoyed when we went to Miles' wedding and we were all wearing the same like sweatpants or whatever. That was good. The night before that Matching was pajamas nice. are always fun. Never tried it. Uh, we're a podcast that normally talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But uh, when I say normally, I really mean when like when it's on TV, when it's mm-hmm. the season for <laughs> it. Tis the season. No, or tis not the season. Tis not the season. Uh, or normally we have a backlog, but we did it. We did it all. We we saw all the JoJo. I feel like the the one that what we we watch Revolutionary Girl Utena. Spoilers. But I feel like it could have been a JoJo arc. Like this could have been a JoJo arc it's if her name was like Revolutionary Girl Jotaro. Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Sheena Josephine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John something. Yeah. <laughs> Josephine Johnson or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So we've been branching out into other animes. And this week, uh, by request, I believe from Mixed Up Zombies. Muzz. Muzz. We watched <laughs> Revolutionary Girl Utena or Utina. Doesn't matter. Good suggestion. Or La Filette Revolutionnaire. The filet. The filet of fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Filet of soul. Uh, which mm-hmm. uh, we will talk about the episodes. We watched episodes seven, eight, and nine. Yes. But before we get there, we have to take a stop. We have to, we have to take a moment to visit Email Academy. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. At, I like it. Sure. It's like, what is that, assonance? Something? Like E and A aren't the same, but it's the same uh, sound. Uh, yeah. It was clever. Yeah, let's call it it would have been better if I didn't ask. Anyway, <laughs> so first thing I want to do is just uh, give a shout out to someone who wrote us a review on iTunes. Someone named Hern Derndemers. <laughs> That's how I decided to say it. Is that just you saying Mark DeVries with like marbles in your mouth? Or? <laughs> Almost, but it starts with Hern. Uh, Hern the title Hersh. of the review is Hey Baby, and they gave five stars, which is the right amount. Thanks. And they said, you won't understand King Crimson, but it, it, it's still a good podcast. Great app. Thank you, Hern Derndemers. <laughs> By the way, Thanks. anyone listening, if you want me to read your iTunes comment, you got to write it in iTunes. So just go look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. And leave us a nice comment or don't leave us a comment at all. All right. So this is from Cass. The subject line is a um, like emoji smiley thing. Looks it's like, like Kirby. Yeah. It's no. like parenthesis line you parenthesis or line parenthesis. Anyway. Hi, it's Cass. I wrote to you like two weeks ago and wanted to apologize for spoiling some part six stuff in my email. My bad. Uh, thank you guys for continuing to make epi- what are you guys doing? So I was I was trying to draw the t- the subject line as you were saying it. Okay, and I showed it to Mark to see if it was right. And okay, it was not right. These people different smiley IRL, face. <laughs> are showing each other things. Excuse anyway, me. um, 
uh, uh, so anyway, um, uh, spoiling part six stuff. My bad. Thank you guys for continuing to make episodes during this JoJo drought. Uh, it lessens the pain of no part six. Two questions for this email. What JoJo character would you play Minecraft with? At first, I thought Joseph, but then I realized he would probably push me into the lava. After much consideration, I have come to the conclusion that either Josuke or Abdul would be the best Minecraft partner. Thoughts? Also, I'm going to be moving to Manhattan from California for college next year and wonder what advice you guys have. I know you've gotten this question a few times before, but they were pretty early on in the podcast and I'm also just really nervous. I hope you guys have a great holiday season, a good holiday season. Here are some festive art from one of the key animators of part five on Twitter, uh, Asiko009. Asiko H, I think. I'm pretty sure there's a key animator. They're a key animator anyway. They are. Cass. P.S. Do y'all still do the horny jokes? I couldn't think <laughs> of one. That's okay, Cass. But yes, we do. We do still do the we jokes. We do. You can do any kind of horny joke you want. And yes, she posted a picture from Kohei Asia, who is... This is what it looks like. A oh, cool. Animator. Oh, yeah. it's all Santa. It's Santa. These oh, my like, gosh. With the big open like chest pecs yes. sticking out. That's oh, I how do the like character that. looks. That's, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Yay. I've never imagined Santa like that, but I'm kind of into it. <laughs> Sexy Santa. Yeah. And I like Mista looks like annoyed that he has antlers on, kind of. <laughs> I can't quite read what he's saying here. Um, oh, yeah. Some of them are reindeer. And it says Bono Natale, which is Italian for Merry Christmas mm. or Happy Christmas. Oh, this is from last year, though. He just reposted. Boo. Come on, Asiko. <laughs> and I just realized, I think he draws this. It looks like it's drawn by hand, like with real marker, but maybe not. Yeah, it looked know. it looked like pen and ink. Good. What do you know about art? I mean, <laughs> not much. Oh, oh shit! I think I can read this. I think Guido in the upper left is saying "Junkin o maketa," like I lost rock paper scissors. Oh. oh, I remember. I was here for that episode. But that's not him. That's oh. the thing. It's a different guy. Man, so. They just love rock paper scissors. No, I think he lost rock paper scissors, and that's why he's a reindeer instead of a Santa. <laughs> yeah, because they're showing two of them have rain have have antlers. Yeah, they All look right. sad. I feel trilingual right now. <laughs> um, as for who I would play Minecraft with, uh, it would have to be someone who's good at teaching because I've never played Minecraft. So I don't know who a good teacher is. I want it to be somebody nice and patient. Who's patient? I feel like Kakyoin or Abdul. More likely, I think Kakyoin would be patient. I'll play with Kakyoin. He has an artistic streak. He seems streak. nice. I'll play with Kakyoin. Yeah. And he can. he's artsy. Okay. We know this because he attacked Jotaro while painting. <laughs> Jotaro. <laughs> um, whose voice actor is in this episode, technically, um, in this uh, show? Oh, really? And uh, yeah, the OVA Jotaro voice is somebody I wrote down. Uh-huh. I'll get there. Okay. It's It's been my habit now with any of these shows, I write down what voice actors from JoJo are in this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's smart. That makes sense. It is, but then I end up not watching the show because I'm too busy Googling. <laughs> yeah. I need to do it beforehand. You got to do it beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Jackie, who would you play Minecraft? Oh, you just said, basically. I just said. Chicas, who would you play Minecraft with? Uh, I don't know very many people. I just, I always want to hang out Same. with... Um, oh, Tony. Who's my boy? Yeah, either Fancy Tony. Trendy Tony. <laughs> Or who's my who's my boy in the half shirt with the like Rohan. Red nip- yeah Rohan? I would not want to. Rohan's would, also very artistic. I should have thought. Yeah, of him. he would do he would do some cool stuff. I would not want to play with him because he's very judgmental and he thinks that he's the shit and like it wouldn't be it would just be him and then if you tried to do anything he'd be like <laughs> okay pathetic all right <laughs> that's fine <laughs> yeah. but you know what it's Minecraft like I don't know okay he's just my boy I just don't I, want I just anyone like judging it. me. <laughs> 
Uh, I would play with, you know, I play with Enya because Enya taught Dio how to stop time. And I feel like if Enya can teach that, then she can teach me how to make blocks and hold items and shit. Just an old witch. Yeah. Also, I feel like Minecraft is a huge time suck. So you could stop time and then learn how to do Minecraft ah. and do your thing and then come back and you wouldn't have wasted any time. It'd be so time. exhausting though because you'd have to stop time. He could only do it for a few seconds. You'd have to like stop time for a few seconds, do some Minecraft grinding, <laughs> rest, 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 stop time. Um, and as for moving to Manhattan from California, first of all, uh, you know, bring, bring some, some warm clothes. Yeah. I don't know what part of California you're from, but if it's South, it's cold right now. It gets cold over here. We got all the the seasons. New York area. And then it gets humid in the summer. Yeah. Uh, some neighborhoods will smell like trash because New York city doesn't really have alleys where we put dumpsters. Mm -hmm. So everybody just puts their trash on the sidewalk and it smells. Yep. Uh, advice would be learn the subway map. You should just learn it now yep. and you should know which ones are express. And if you can take an express, I think there's like white dots and black dots on the map that will indicate which is which, like which stops show up on express and there's, which ones don't. There's probably somebody on YouTube that will explain how the New York city subway works. Mm. It's me. I'm you uploading know? this video <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, and you should also, you won't need to know this in advance, but once you figure out your train situation, just be aware that late nights they kind of change behaviors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so sometimes you'll be like why does google say that i should go to the fucking station that normally has the f when i want to take the a and it's like well sometimes they change stations yeah once Mm -hmm. you once you get used to your routine like learn backups just in Mm -hmm. case yeah right if you end up saying late or something yeah as a commuter now i do things where i know if i want to maximize my speediness if i want to be efficient i should get in the train on the far end of the platform so I go to this end of the platform and wait for the train. And this way I've done all my walking so that when I get off, I'm right by the door that I need to take. That's smart. Yeah. Um, walk, never think like that. walk fast, be faster. Uh, West Coast people, like you guys are too chill. Like Don't apologize. You got to talk fast. You got to, yeah, you got to talk faster. You got to move faster. You Don't gotta, say excuse me. Say yes. watch out. Yep. Yes. Or heads up. Don't apologize. <laughs> watch you just out. Be a bull. And if you're lost, don't just stop in the middle of the sidewalk. Pull yourself over. Get mm-hmm. next to the building and look at a look at your phone or a map or something. Generally, if, if you like actually ask someone a question yeah. too, like don't be scared to ask for directions. Yeah, yeah. yeah people, people will are tell nice. You. People will actually help you out. People are nice, but the the reason why New Yorkers get a bad reputation is because usually you're it's because you're walking you're too way. slow and you're in the way. Don't be in the <laughs> don't way. Don't be in the way. <laughs> don't walk slow. But if you like are you look like a nice person and you ask someone, hey, you know, can I ask you a question? Like someone will stop and help you. Totally. Yeah, and when you get in the subway. People have to get out of the subway. It's like an elevator. Mm-hmm. People have to get out first and then you go in. And when you go in, go all the way in mm-hmm. so that other people can get on behind you. Yes. We like to pack in tight because I got to catch this bus and you're in my fucking way. Um, if you want to stand on an escalator, you should... Did you say stand? Stand on an escalator. Is there a stand user? <laughs> <laughs> if, you wanna, if you don't want to walk down the escalator, if you want to stand... You know, that's okay. Just make sure you're standing on the right side. Mm-hmm. Right. So that people can run past you on the left. Uh, but the the positive things I'll tell you is um, you should find like authentic ethnic food restaurants that you like, you know? Mm-hmm. Find out about... Uh, you New know, York is like the whole world in one city. <laughs> yeah. You can go to Queens to get good Filipino food and Korean food, I think. You've got Koreatown, which also has a lot of Japanese stuff. If you're into that, you probably are. You big weeb. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's Little Italy. You know, if you're like, I've never tried uh, Ethiopian food. 
there's a restaurant for that. We got it. Every kind of food. So you should um, just enjoy it. It's a very dense city. Go to museums. Um, no, don't do that. Why not? They're, they're nice. Boring. What they're are you? Wrong. What I are like a hundred. I like museums. No, and every, they're cheap if you're a resident of the city. Maybe you'll be a resident of the city. Maybe. Uh, study hard. Do good in school. But don't you, don't mess around too much with I don't know whoever. Just focus on your studies. No, I will say you should. <laughs> don't get in with the wrong crowd. You should go to the Whitney Museum. The Whitney's very good. Um, I've only been to the Whitney Biennial once, and it was. Look, I'm a very I'm an artsy person, and I'm into some abstract stuff, into some weird artsy stuff that you might go, "This is bullshit." But I was at the Whitney Biennial, and I was like. This is bullshit. Oh, no. There was a lot of stuff that I was just like, come on. What is this? No, the Whitney's a cool one. MoMA's a cool one. It's the good Met to, is a cool one. It's good to one. see. Mm. Um, Don't go to the Frick. The Frick is boring. I've never been there. Um, I went to the Guggenheim, and I just got really tired because it's all one spiral downward. The Guggenheim is cool, though, because they actually offer an architectural audio tour. So even if you don't go there for the artwork, there's an audio tour that you can get that will talk about like the act, the physical building of the Guggenheim. Designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. Right. Famous architect. Yeah. So it's, that's like a thing that I haven't done that I want to do. Mm. You can go to musicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should enjoy it. You should check out a Broadway show. There's a lot of culture. But save your money too because you're in college. So you're probably broke. But you could no. do like TKTS. College students have time, oh. if not money. Yeah. Look, like, look for those discounts. Same, same day. Oh, yeah. Tickets. Student, student discounts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about this. I wish I knew about this. Yeah. You can just show up and get like any seats that are left over at the last second. And Hello, I'm young. And usually they're like right up front too. What the yeah. fuck is this? I'm getting my student ID out. I'm going to fucking uh, use like an X-Acto knife to cut out the mm-hmm. graduating date. Yep. Cass, you're going to do great. Don't, yeah. New York's not that scary. You're doing it. Welcome. All, all we really want is we just want you to, to not be in the way. And yep. have fun. And dress warm when it's cold. And do well in school. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. We're like your mom. All of us. <laughs> you're going to want to move fast because if it's hot, you're going to want to get out of the garbage uh, atmosphere. The humid garbage. And just like the, all the sewer rats around you. Uh, and if and it's cold, you're I like gonna, the rats. If it's cold, you want to like get out of the too. cold. You're probably not used to it in sunny California. Um, also, probably it's going to be darker and gloomier especially in the winter so we don't know where this person's from buy a happy light buy a happy light i just bought a happy light actually yeah Yeah. be happy i forgot to use mine (laughs) don't let yourself get depressed i need to use mine (laughs) if you want to write to us you can do that (laughs) if you you want to move to new york (laughs) if you want a happy light uh write to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com Subject line, uh, happy light. <laughs> we'll accept emails in any language. I don't know what we'll do with the ones that aren't in our natives, however. Mark is trilingual. I don't know if you heard before. I'm uh, actually do, dochilingual. How do you say 12? What do you guys think? Wow. Dodeca. Dodecalingual. Mark I'm knows like a word in every language. I know a word. <laughs> a single word. That's enough. That's enough. That many, counts. Many and it's, languages. And it's fuck. <laughs> and it's fuck. I had to learn a little bit of Italian because it was literally like if I talked to someone, would be like, oh, I know Italian. And I was like, you just know curses, Mark. You can't, you can't say that. See, That's the fix for know. that is just to say you stop saying that you know Italian. It's not to learn yeah. Italian. But I want to be smart. I want people to think I'm a smarty pants. <laughs> I can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm that, that really. That's the phrase you should learn in Italian. I'm a smarty pants. I'm annoying. Why is everyone updating their privacy policy? 
Does anyone know? For I feel the new like year, I sh- maybe? I feel like I should know. I feel like I should. There's like I feel like I'm missing something. I'm in tech. Why is everyone updating their privacy policy and sending me an email about their it? Their private parts. Twitter, end of the year, Spotify, every other Out thing that I'm subscribed to. They're all sending these emails. I'm not reading your private privacy policies. Maybe they're all trying to do them at the same time because they know that we're not going to read 50 privacy policies. Mm. Maybe we'll read Twitter's or like we'll read one of them. They're trying to sneak a bunch of stuff in. But they're putting them all together. Anyway. Anyway. Let me just open up the Wikipedia. Have I gotten a lot of privacy policy emails? <laughs> I'm going to check my email in a long time. No, no. Oh, I'm very excited. I just bought myself an iPad Pro and an Apple Ooh. Pencil. Ooh. Ooh. Does the new one let you put the pencil in the thing? The case that I got does. Okay. Do you still have to excited. charge it by plugging it? I think it will charge inside of the case. What the yeah. fuck? I'm really excited. They really figured it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? So this week we watched Revolutionary Girl Utena or Utina, uh, the 1997 anime, and we watched episodes 7, 8, and 9. Uh, Before we get into any spoilers, I just want to say if you don't know anything about this show and you, you're not sure if you want to like watch it, let's tell them why they might like it. Oh, okay. It reminds me, it, like, it, it kind of reminds me of JoJo. <laughs> well, so it's, it's, it's like a lot of animes, and including JoJo, where it's, uh, it's very dramatic. It's very much like kind of a soap opera. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also silly. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, kind of, it takes like every, everyday scenarios and just like elevates them, like yeah. turns the volume up on everything. It feels So more- it is like very silly or very dramatic or very... Yeah. Whatever the feeling is that you'd be feeling normally. Yeah, it's an anime. It feels more yeah. mature than Sailor Moon, too. A little bit. Certainly, episode seven was very serious. I was yeah. like, oh. Um, yeah. But just to sum it up, uh, to talk about it a little bit, it is uh, based on a manga, I believe. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So it's a series. It's created by an art collective. This is pretty much me reading Wikipedia. Yeah, I, heard, I read this, too. I'm like, a collective. Um, That's interesting. Yes. They're like Clamp. The, that's the only other collective Almost like I know. Clamp, but it's not yeah. all women. Um, okay. The, the founder is, is a man, for instance. Mm. Um, but one of the big uh, parts of this is um, the manga written by Chiho Saito um, in 1996, who also wrote Kanon. If you know Kanon, that's a canon. That's a pretty big uh, manga and anime series. has one of the best theme songs of all time uh, called Tori no Uta. But anyway, um, it's about this girl who meets a prince when she's very young who gives her his ring and is like one day this will lead you to me and he disappears and she's like i want to be like that kind of guy it's kind of like when joe it's kind of like josuke's hair thing yes how josuke is like i wear my hair like this because when i was young i wear my hair back and forth a young prince (laughs) (laughs) saved me in the snow or whatever (laughs) he wasn't a dedicated my life to this man yeah no you're right you're right i hadn't made that connection so she you know a, a prince was like i don't know nice and cool to her and stuff but and mysterious and so now she wants to be a prince yeah that's the thing is that it's it's sort of the thing and it does this this aspect of it is done straight facedly it's not like the whole show people are going like but you're a girl or yeah. at least so we've yeah. seen oh my god it's but so the flip, i'm so happy that no one did that yes yes i agree the, the flip here is that you expect you know you might expect in a in a story like this a kind of fantasy kind of tale you'd expect her to be like i'll be a, a nice 
pretty young lady waiting so to be I the wife of this noble prince. But instead, yeah. she's like, I want to be a noble prince. <laughs> One day, my prince will come. Like, no. And it's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the prince. I'm the prince. Be your own prince, ladies. Hell yeah. Um, and she uses, by the way, I, I noticed towards the end, she uses the boku um, pronoun mm. or not pronoun, whatever you call it, self-referential term, which is uh, mainly used by young men. Oh. It's not uncommon to do in anime and uh, pop music, but... Tom, I, I think tomboys sometimes will correct. use it, yeah. But if you said it in, in real life, people would be like, oh, that's a masculine term. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about modern Japanese culture, but from what I was reading, it's it's rare. And it is like a masculine thing. So mm-hmm. for you to do it, it's almost like you're saying I'm a tomboy or I'm more mm-hmm. masculine. Yeah. Uh, the name of the trope is bokoku. <laughs> that's a trope? Yeah, or bokuko. Bokoku. Mm-hmm. I forget. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fucking it up, but it's like boku girl basically mm. um also includes uh sailor uranus yes and kagura from fucking azumanga daio which we watched which one is that she has the tan lines and she's also oh, sporty the sporty girl yeah and she comes in later sporty spice sporty uh, you yes. know sporty azu. All, all these sporty spices all the sporties <laughs> a sporty spice herself says boku people, yeah people are uh, not true. aware of listeners, the boku girls listeners write in and tell us which uh which spice girl you are and, and especially right in if you are a sporty spice mm-hmm. right in if you if, use boku if you're a boku girl um so she wants to be a prince and she ends up going to this academy that's like a i don't know like it's a school or a private school it's for like the wealthy noble, yeah it's a noble school it's kind of it reminds me of um i have to connect everything to something else it reminds me of uh school no what's that <laughs> fucking game that we've been playing phoenix no what is it called Oh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. The Fire yeah. Emblem, the, the latest one where you're in a Correct. school. It's like that. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Japanese, uh, yeah, they, they like this sort of concept. Like a royalty in the, in school. In their media. Yeah. Like a fancy people school. A school. Yeah, and so um, all, all the pr- all the princes are like in the student council and they... They all dress like South American dictators. <laughs> like the, the epaulets and the I think badges. That, they don't say where this takes place, but I feel like it takes place in France or, or it, England. I mean, the, the, There's a lot the of main French. translation is in French, I yeah. think. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the school is all about um, dueling, like sword fencing mm-hmm. duels. Fencing, yeah. Um, although we do, it like looks kind of Western or European, but then they do also Have seem like to Japanese. use like kendo sticks. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it seems like it's a, it's kind of a clash, a kind of mix, rather, of cultures, too, because it's like, it's modern times. They're wearing, like, the sailor fuku. No, I guess they're not wearing, they're, they're wearing they, well, modern she, school uniforms. Um, they all have Japanese was, names. was. Anthony was wearing, like, oh. the sailor. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they are training in, like, nobility, which is, maybe, like, not really a Maybe it's just, concept. like, a fancy school in Tokyo that's, like, I don't know, has a really big heart on for, like, French things, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's totally possible. Yeah. Um... And she meets um, the other important character named Anthe or Anthe. Yes. Uh, which is short for Anthrax. No, um, <laughs> they call her Anchi. And um, she is a girl of color, surprisingly. Brown girl. Who, um, rare in anime. With green eyes um, and purple hair. Yeah, purple I did, hair. I did like her hair. She, she's of all colors. <laughs> it's very good. She's <laughs> a very colorful girl. She is. So do we know, like watching this should we have known that she's the rose bride yeah yeah they, they said it i think yeah, at the beginning many of times. Okay. She's seventh the rose, episode she's the rose bride yeah. i was very confused by this because they kept saying like and then i will have the rose bride and it just sounded to me and, like it was a and thing people were referring to like having been previously engaged to her yeah 
And so, so I, the one note that I took, sorry, yeah. sorry, Jackie, the one note that I took at the beginning said that the Rose Bride, whoever is engaged to her will have the power to change the world. And that's why everybody <laughs> wants to be engaged to her. Right. But it's not, it's not really more, any more specific than that. It's not. Yeah. I think it's like whoever actually ends up marrying her, I guess, gets right. the power. Um, and I think you have to duel you, people in order to right. win her hand. So what I gathered from Wikipedia, because we didn't watch the first few episodes, we started at episode seven. We jumped right into episode seven. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Utena beat the previous person that was uh, engaged, engaged to her. To her. Okay. So now everyone wants to beat Utena so that they can be engaged to the Rose Bride. So basically this is, I don't know, everybody's just dueling to win this princess. Did you happen to come across how you become the Rose Bride? Or no, is, was she no just idea. like born? No that? idea okay. what that's all about. Okay. She's mysterious. Okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I want to know what, how she feels about all of this. Yeah, because like it seems like the whole the whole dynamic of the school then is yeah. like focused completely on her. Yeah, and so I wonder if it's like a choice oh, that she's there, or yeah. if she had, if it's like destined that she had to be there. I think you can only participate in the fight if you have one of those rings. One of one, the rose, one of the rose rings. Yeah. Oh. You can only participate in the in the fighting, and that's why the later on a girl tries to fight her for the ring right because it's like you're not supposed to have this ring because she got that utena got that ring from the prince that she met when she was young and see i when from what i had read in wikipedia even before we started watching i had kind of figured that the rose was like the sigil of the prince Mm -hmm. which is why she had kind of taken the rose as her personal symbol but there are roses fucking everywhere yeah they're they're all over the place the whole school is all roses and the you know the little borders are all roses and it's just a lot of roses it's described as surreal. So if you like surreal things, yeah, uh, it's it's weird in that way. Um, ah, you should just watch it. I really liked it. Yeah, it's it's cool in that it's it, it will do some artistic. It will take artistic license with certain things that it doesn't need to, like certain frames just become silhouettes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like you'll see you'll see the details of what everyone is wearing and what their hair color is, but their faces are totally in shadow. They're all blacked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. There's no features at all. It's mm-hmm. just like darkness. Like oh, we but we know their hair color and who they are and mm-hmm. what they're doing. There's a lot of borders. There's a bunch of borders that are very thick, like very set in from outside the frame, and they have little spinning flowers on the corners. It looks almost like um like a stained glass window. Yep. Yeah. And it's almost like I I noticed it whenever you would. In like an American style cartoon, whenever you would look at someone with like hearts in your eyes, that's when that border would come in, like kind of yeah. around their face. Yeah. You'd get the roses in the corners. Because they're the like, we want them. you, audience, you're the one with you're the in hearts love. in right, your eyes. Right, right. We want you to see them like this. Yeah. Um. So, by the way. Oh, also, this uh, show influenced uh, Steven Universe. Yes. And you can You can tell by totally. watching it. So if you like Steven Universe, you might really like this show And. Uh, some of the same production team, even though this was, I don't think this studio, JC staff, did Sailor Moon. They did do One Punch Man and Azumanga Daio. Oh. But some of the same people did the Sailor Moon anime, including yes. um, this gentleman, Kunihiko Ikuhara. Um, he was a director on, uh, or he contributed a lot to the third season of Sailor Moon called Sailor Moon S. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also an S movie that has to do with the end of the world. And he said that influenced him here. And there's, we didn't really touch on it, but we we didn't get to see it rather, but there's clearly some apocalyptic themes 
in Revolutionary Girl Utena, right? Yeah. There's end of the world. Yeah. Unless that means like it's the edge or something. But it appeared to be like a person that was writing letters and sending information to the student council. Like it, it seems like end of the world is a person. It wasn't. It wasn't ever the uh, end. I thought of the it was. World. I thought it was, it was like a group e, of people of or something. Oh, maybe. Interesting. Uh, there's also been five fucking stage musicals, including one this last summer. Uh, another tie to Sailor Moon. Uh, the series is particularly notable because certain elements were derived from the original plot of, uh, for the Sailor Moon Super S movie. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's where Ikuhara took some of the concepts. He left early yeah. on that production and he took some of the concepts to this show. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. And another connection, this, this one kind of blew my mind. Um, the girl with the orange hair. Uh, yes, uh, jury. jury, jury, yeah. She is Usagi from Sailor Moon. Wow, and the Sail- voice actor Sailor Moon. Yep, Sailor oh. Moon herself, and that also means that she's so that is Sailor Moon. Yes. Okay. That also means that she's Misato from Evangelion that we just oh. were watching these last few Interesting. weeks. So she matured up her voice to be um, jury. Yeah, yeah, she's using the, the lower end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sailor Mercury, who is also a Midler from JoJo, is Miki, that one like the kid with hair. the blue hair. Oh, who was student council. Not that important. And uh, there's one last thing here. I found somebody else. I believe it was Tolga, which I think is the green-haired. No, that was the, oh, no, no, the no, guy with the orange hair. The red hair. Yeah, the long hair. Yeah, he is also in Eva and JoJo. He's Dio in the new JoJo's. Oh. And therefore, he's the long-haired tech uh, Shigeru in Eva. All so we've got lots of Eva. We've got a few Azumanga, lots of Sailor Moon. All these pretty Jojo. men. All these pretty <laughs> men in this show also remind me of JoJo and also Sailor Moon. Because in Sailor Moon, like all the bad guys that were guys were just very pretty with beautiful flowing hair and like <laughs> tight French-looking outfits and stuff. I love a tight French. <laughs> um, yeah. So episode seven is, like I said, it's mostly pretty serious. Of course, though, when I saw that little hopping monkey pet of hers named Choo Choo, I was like, of course. He's so cute. <laughs> we got to break up some of the tension. Yeah, Chicas, looks like you drew Choo Choo. I did, looks yeah. Looks pretty good. He was cute. I liked him. <laughs> it's a good representation. <laughs> Thank you. Nice job. He's got a little earring. He's got a little tie because he's a member of the school, apparently. At some point, he has on like a kendo, I guess, outfit. I don't know if I'm using that term. He has like a Japanese martial arts outfit on. Yes, what was he doing? Oh, because when they switch, they switch bodies. He switches oh, bodies. Right. And he had the little hair and the little ponytail. And then that was we, very cute. we see this fucking was, handsome um, man out Sionji. there. Sionji. Yes, Sionji is <laughs> in a tree eating a banana, <laughs> going choo choo. In a very serious, deep man voice. Yes. <laughs> um, but episode seven that we started on, which was very fucking confusing to me, because mm-hmm. I was like, is the orange hair girl? I was like, she's too serious. She can't be the main character. <laughs> yeah. And then I see this pink hair girl and I'm like, that's probably it. Oh, uh, if you were watching the like opening, I was like, okay, that's Utena and that's some other important girl. Uh, yeah. I was like, these two people are important. But even you know, like when they the when girl. they first introduced Jury, and I don't know if she was in like prior episodes that yeah. we didn't see, but when they introduced her, they were talking about like what a good student she is and you know how great she is. And then she was really nasty to the teacher and like mm, was like, yeah. I don't need you here. The, yeah. the, it was the vice principal. Yeah. And like sent the vice principal away. She was kind of mean. Yeah. So she's like a good student, but, and she like appears to run the school. Mm-hmm. She yeah. also backhanded. Uh, Everyone's afraid of her. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. She backhanded. I don't know who that girl was, but. Was that not Anchi? No. It, it wasn't Anchi? No. Oh. It looked, it, I wrote that down originally. Her skin tone is different. Oh, okay. Um, hair is a similar color. 
but mm. her, her hair is a little bit more like maroony, I think, mm. where Anchi's is a little bit more purple. Yeah. Mm. And so Anchi has some, she's the Rose Bride, which, so she has some kind of mystical powers that are a little bit of a mystery, mostly to us because we jumped right in the middle. Mm -hmm. But I guess they're supposed to still be a mystery. Something so it's, it's about how like, like Everybody wants to marry her so they can have powers and like bring on the revolution and stuff. So they but all want to fight each other for, it did feel to like be engaged there, to her. There were a couple of words that just felt like they were talking about them with like a capital letter at the beginning, but yeah. that they didn't mean anything. Yeah. So that was like revolution was one of those words yeah. that everybody like capital R revolution. But what does that it's mean? Like, what is that? What are we re like revolting? Same thing for eternity. <laughs> Like, yeah, and, and oh, yeah. We'll come, that'll come back. I think more in the in the last episode. Yeah, um, talking about something eternal. Yeah, and then there was another one. It was revolution, eternity, and there was something else. Can I? I can I just I'll say that, that the second stage show for Utena in 1999 was called Revolutionary Girl Utena Hell Rebirth Apocalypse. Ad <laughs> oh, Apocalypse! That was the other one. <laughs> Advent of the Nirvanic Beauty. It's just nonsense. There's just, a lot of those like, are just words. What are you doing? Put together. There's a lot of very epic language. Like a right. lot of just everything is very big. Everything well, that, is very that epic. Theme song that Eternal plays. apocalypse, darkness, revolution. <laughs> but like it doesn't. It doesn't. Those are just like words that sound cool. Like yeah. I wanna. I wanna get more specific about what they mean. I, I wrote down the more they say revolution, the less it means. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the less meaning it has. <laughs> yeah, it's very just sort of yeah, it's it's very abstract because we don't we don't have a sense for like what's happening in the world. Like mm. what is the deal? Is there something we should know about in the outside world? What are people unhappy about? What's the deal? And how, are, how are all these bougie people gonna bring about the revolution? Like <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> and there's always a chance that this was all addressed in the episodes that we did not see. Yeah. But I have a feeling that it was not. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that we're getting about as much information as we're supposed to be. <laughs> um speaking of like that epic kind of sound, um, what? The candles burn? Yeah, fast? they're gone already. Jesus. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Happy sixth <laughs> night of Hanukkah. Um, my, the listeners Mickey, can't my Mickey see. Mouse menorah has all but burned out. The listeners can't um, see the Mickey Mouse menorah, but it's there. It exists. And we're reacting to it. It's um, there. We should put little little Polnareff in front of it or something. Take Aww. a picture. I wonder if there's a JoJo's menorah. There's not. <laughs> there's absolutely not. This can be done, though. It can be done. Um, there's that song that plays when they start duels or start fights that was like really epic and big. Oh, when she was going up the stairs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And apparently it that plays every time. And then it kept playing while they were fighting. It started with them talking about something where they were like, um, it was like birth records, baptismal records yeah. or something. Yeah, death, death records. Death reports or something. It's, it's like all, all about life, like being born and then you live and then you die, like beginning, and middle, the apocalypse. and end. <laughs> right. And then it, it kind of expands out from being about Sorry. a person to being about like the world in yes. general. It is absolute destiny apocalypse mm -hmm. zettai unme mokushiroku uh, which is apparently every time she goes to the dueling arena mm. um, and at one point during the fight the the key I don't know if it was the same song but whatever they're playing I was like I feel like I'm in temple because just the key that it was in <laughs> mm. and hearing like a chorus of voices do it I get that yeah the Wikipedia tells you like what mode it's in and I'm like I don't understand you music theory shut up sorry for yelling it's okay Episode eight is my preferred episode, though, because I don't really care that much about the seriousness. Oh, wait. I, I, oh, I like it. I have I a Steven Universe connection from the first episode. I want to talk, talk about the first episode. Okay, fine. Okay. So Utena's relationship to the Rose Bride was interesting to me because her sword, Utena's sword, was inside 
of Anchi. She had to like, you know, oh, dance yeah. with her a little bit and then kind of dip her and then pull the sword out of her that chest. That happened? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which if, if I'm, I'm a big Steven Universe fan. Yeah. So Steven, number one, if two gems in Steven Universe want to fuse, they have to dance with each other to get like on the same wavelength and then they become the same person. Which is also like Dragon Ball Z, right? I don't know Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, they, they have a special fusion dance. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the other connection is Steven gets his mother's sword by pulling it out of uh there she has a pet lion and so he pulls the sword out of lion's forehead and that's kind of what when utena pulled the sword out of anthe's chest that's what it reminded me of um so just more more steven universe connections yeah i was taking notable and they look like steven universe characters oh totally like, with the pink hair and the roses yeah. and the swords and the yeah. gender bending a little bit it yeah. was yeah very very steven universe yeah um I like the first episode because it's very twisty. Like, I don't know. Like so, you, something, whatever you think is going to happen. Like, like the girl gives a rose to Jury, and like you, you think that's going to be like a cute moment or something, and Jury just slaps her. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. There's like other times when you think, like, you think somebody's going to react one way. It's usually Jury. Jury, I do. I was not. Like, She's pretty what, unpredictable. What's happening? Um, and. And like the whole time, you like you kind of think the jury is upset because some because girl... that girl stole the guy that she liked. Yeah, like that's what they want you to think. Yeah, and then the end of the episode, she like opens up her little locket, and inside the locket is a picture of the girl. So she loved the girl, and she's not the guy. She slapped her, in but the, the face. girl ran off with that guy, and the girl was like, she's kind of mean. I don't know why she's. I don't know why jury loves her because, I mean, I don't know. But she was. She <laughs> but was the girl jealous. was like. Yeah, the girl was like, the girl takes the guy. I, I have the girl's name written down What's here. What's her name? That bitch. <laughs> that bitch takes, <laughs> takes, uh, you know, like takes the guy that she thought Jury liked. And she was like, I have no regrets. Like, yeah. I, you know, I did this and I know it. And like, fuck you. So basically. I, get, I get the slap. But they love her. Yeah. But um, she loves her. Is that, wait, what you get what slap? Who slapped? Jury slapped that bitch. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She slapped okay. her in the face. That makes sense. Um, and then I had let's so Utena starts. Who was she fighting in that episode? Now I can't remember. Doesn't she fight Jury? Yeah. Oh, it was Jury. Yep. Okay, okay. So they they end up getting into the sword fight, um, and they each have a, a rose on their chest that they have to try and cut off of the other person. Oh, is I guess? that what that was? I think so. Oh, I think that, that was makes the, sense. so that you don't like you don't want to kill the person you're going to school with. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're fighting, they're fighting, and it looks like Utena's got it, and she, you know, calls upon the power of the prince, and she gets really fast and, you know, lunges at her with the sword, and Juri um, parries it and kind of, like, flips the sword up in the air and puts her sword at Utena's throat, and, you know, you think it's done, and then it zooms out, and you see Utena's sword coming straight down from the sky, and it slices the rose right off of Juri's yeah. chest and yep. pins it to the ground, and so even though the sword wasn't in Utena's hand, she still won. The, mm -hmm. right. She won the whole and this thing. Is, it was all like a, an accident. Yeah. And this is, well, this is where Jury had been saying oh, she doesn't right. believe in that miracles. she doesn't believe in miracles. And like the red haired guy, uh, Toga, I guess, yeah. had kept being like, yeah, you just want to fight this. You can get all this power in the world and prove that miracles aren't real. I was like, what mm. a weird <laughs> motivation. I mean, it's an, it's, That's like, I, I think her motivation has something to do with the girl that she's in love with. 
or something. What if I was like, I want to gain all the Thanos, the fucking power stones, the infinity stones, so that I can tell everyone that drinking vitamin C after you're already sick doesn't work. <laughs> what if yeah. I was that person? I know like, some okay, people like that. That's a waste. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't. Apparently, it doesn't really help even before. It's really all about vitamin D. So I'm told. Well, I don't know anything about it. This is something that a friend of the pod, Tim, told me. Huh. After I asked them a bunch. Yeah. It just never made sense to me to drink emergency after you're sick. No, I think it's preventative, no? Emergency? It, well, that's it's that's what it's supposed to be, but people drink it when they're sick. And I'm like, all right, I'll have an orange fizzy drink. That's just not going to make you... But it's that's gonna all it is. not get you any sicker. But what if that's I why I wanted to marry the Rose Bride, just to tell everyone, you're wrong. That's I actually mean, not how you pronounce that your word. Your motivations would not be pure. You probably yeah. would lose the sword fight. That's true. Yeah. The sword fight also reminds me of in Steven Universe where um Pearl mm-hmm. teaches Connie how to fight or something. I don't yeah, know. They yeah, have yeah. like they have a moment. Totally. That, that kind of reminds me of that one. And even like Pearl like I feel like the sword that Pearl uses when yeah. she battles is very similar. Like that similar kind of shape. Pearl's look is also yes. kind of like and this even, this kind of like skinny pointy anime thing. So the the it, I don't even know that it happened in this episode. I think it didn't start until the next one where they had little like interstitial, the more you know kind mm-hmm. of scenes. Oh yeah, but about fate. Right, yeah, right. Divine fate, yeah. karma basically. Talking a little bit about like the th- the overall theme of the episode and those characters that they, sh- and they only showed, there are like two women talking, um, having a little conversation and they only show them in silhouette against yeah. like a brick wall. It's like shadow puppets. And that reminded me a lot of Pearl. The shape of those oh. two women that were talking reminded me oh, a lot of, of Pearl's okay. kind of shape. The really long legs and you could see Pearl yeah. has a really pointy nose, yeah. kind of pointy hair in the back. Yeah. Um, so that that's what made me think of her as well. Mm. So yeah, that was... There's, a, there's a lot of like moments that are like just like floating like they're just kind of in between like you see things are happening and then there's like other things and you're like what is this all about like there was something like there was someone on a tire swing talking about animals and i don't really know what that was all about oh i don't remember this i don't remember a tire swing it was a very short scene and i think it it might just have been a shadow but it was in the first episode there was someone on a tire swing and they were talking about pandas and stuff Mm mm-hmm and yeah it was two it was two kids wasn't it oh yeah what are they talking about the zoo being boring yeah they wish there know. was a panda there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What um, was that all about? That might have been a flashback. It wasn't, it wasn't in episode down, eight, so was it? Because episode remember. eight is is my jam. Grant me the power to bring about the revolution. Episode well, I liked, eight. I like episode seven. I appreciated Mark. episode eight because it gave us her whole backstory with the prince. Like it showed us where she, you know, Utena met the prince when she was young. It showed their interaction. It showed him giving her the ring and it yeah. showed him leaving. So yeah. you, you kind of get a little bit more of a sense of where she's coming from, um, which was nice that they, I, I appreciated seeing that, not having much backstory before that. I liked all the elephants. The elephants were very eight. good. Okay, so let's talk yes. about episode eight then. Oh, is that not what you were saying then? What? You said no. you appreciated episode eight. Did you mean- Yeah, the, the beginning The beginning of episode eight, they, they the give mi- the whole the recap. Jokey, the jokey one, the middle yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, the I begin- thought that was nine where we got all the backstory, but you might be mm-hmm. right. I think in the beginning of eight, they do touch on it. I, nine is what cleared it more up mm-hmm. for me. But eight is like a very silly episode where Utena and Anchi have their bodies swapped. Because, no. In a, in a cooking class. They're, yeah. they're in cooking yeah. class. Anchi's cooking curry. And there are girls like lurking in another building with upper glasses and they're watching them through the window. There's mean girls and they put extra spicy spice curry curry they, like swapped out the curry that she was supposed to be using with yeah. this super duper spicy one from india and then 
the it, the it, whole room explodes. It just <laughs> it exploded. So these mean girls are like, "Fuck, did we do that?" And it just it becomes Freaky Friday where uh Utena and uh Anchi switch places. So like the sweet princess girl switch places with the like tomboy badass. like badass, yeah, tough cool girl. Um And this this was supposed to be originally this was going to be episode 6. Um, but then they swapped it with, uh, another, what kind of sounds silly episode. Um, but neither of these would have been, cause seven and nine feel like they're more similar in tone mm-hmm. yeah. and you would think that it mm-hmm. should just be like seven, then nine and eight jumped in for no reason, but they no, they meant to play this seriousness maybe. Uh, yeah. Or just keep, keep you hanging on. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, like also not- in, in seven and eight, there's like a little, like, I don't know what to call it. It's like just a little thing that's like in between and it's it's the same for both where um where it's a guy saying like, you know, eggs have to break out of the shell and if not they die and like we have no, to no, smash no. the world. That, that was chicks the, have to chicks hatch. Chicks have to ha- <laughs> eggs break, are not in shell. Breaks whatever. Break the shell of the world. Words, you know. Shell the- mess chicken out of egg. <laughs> world. Yeah. Crack. Um I think that's like that seemed to be the student council like that that's like a speech that they yeah. do on the way to the student council or like uh, once you get to student council that's the thing that they say to bring yeah, you know some order. some teams say like one two three team on me no 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 we must crack the shell of the world to release the chick and the egg right we are we are in the earth <laughs> and we must break so free epic. for for the revolution of the world i wrote that down. <laughs> everyone is so epic and poetic in this show this show is just, just so much epic and poetic uh, but there's this, the very silly subplot of this. I mean, the, them swapping bodies is silly, but it's not necessarily as jokey. There are some funny moments as Miss Nanami, who's the girl that's brother with the red-haired guy. Sister. Uh, she's, yes, she's sisters with the leader of the student council. <laughs> so she needs to make more curry to switch the bodies back. And so she has to go to India with all her lackeys. To get this mm-hmm. very rare curry that's like extra super spicy. Like right. get Nine that same billion curry. fold something yeah. something. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, everywhere they go in India, they are thwarted by elephants. <laughs> and it starts out normal-ish, like an elephant hits their car, and you're like, okay. And then it gets to the point where they're uh, climbing a cliff, and an elephant jumps off the cliff and, kill- and hits them all. <laughs> they're climbing a mountain, and somehow an elephant just like jumps off. And, and they're, just, they're in the ocean, they're on they're a boat. They're surfing. And then like all of these elephants come surfing in and crash into them. They're they just would- getting pummeled. They'd be dead, right? Like, how did they survive? Oh, for sure. Yeah. These are for like sure. a herd of elephants. These are high school girls, right? Like, how are they surviving? Like, yeah, yeah. An adult woman would easily take an elephant. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so they they're in India, looking for the curry. Uh, meanwhile, back in at school, um, they're each each of the girls are trying to live as each other, mm-hmm. and so Utena is like fending off the advances of. Some guy, oh, who was that? Green-haired guy. Yeah, Sayonji. Yeah. Um, Long, flowing, beautiful green hair, who has apparently been exchanging a diary with Utena, where they're, like, writing their... Not Utena, with Anchi. Oh, I'm sorry, yes, with Anchi, where they're writing their, like, innermost thoughts to each Mm other. Um, And so Sayonji gives the journal to Utena in Anchi's body, and Mm -hmm. now she has to respond to him. Um. And, and like Anchi in Utena's body is not being much help either. She's like, oh yeah, just write what you want. Like you need to respond to him. I'm not going to worry about this. I don't she, think yeah. Anchi cares about this guy. No. <laughs> but I also don't, she didn't seem to care about switching bodies either. She's like, I'm totally happy to stay like this. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need to switch back. 
what's her deal, man? She's just like waiting around for somebody to win so she can marry them. Like what's like she has all this power. What is she going to do with it? Like what's her what's her deal? I want to learn more about her. She's my, like, I think she's intentionally mysterious, mm. but what's her I want to know her deal. Anyway. Can I just back way up on something? Yeah. Uh I said before that Canon is an anime with the best theme song ever, <laughs> but I think I'm thinking of Air. Mm-hmm. Canon has some good music too, like that song <laughs> Snow something, I think. But anyway, you could just Air, edit out where you said that. Informer has the best theme song, which is Tori no Uta. Okay. Sorry about that. It's fine. We forgive you. So she comes back with the secret spice. <laughs> she comes back with the secret spice. And she's the, like, the sixth, oh, wait, 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 uh, spice even girl. before that. Okay, so, go ahead. So Utena gets this journal and she has to give it back to Sayonji. And apparently she writes something that's pretty, he's not thrilled when he opens it. It's like oh, written yeah, big we don't, we and don't red know. and we don't know what she well, wrote. Let look it up. Because also when she read the diary, it said, I'll defeat that ugly tomboy Utena. And then there was a really <laughs> terrible drawing of her. It made her look yeah. awful. He's like standing over her corpse, I think. Yeah. It was not nice. So she was like, fuck this guy. I'm gonna write some really mean things <laughs> she, like, while pop, I'm in Anchi's body. Pops the cap off of a big red marker. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> And so she gives it to him and he's upset. Mark is currently looking up what it is that she wrote. Oh, I have another Steven Universe connection in this episode. Oh. So Sayanji, who has beautiful, long, green, flowing hair, um, refers to Utena as a clod at one point. No way. Which is what Peridot, who is the green gem in Steven Universe, mm-hmm. calls everybody. <laughs> A I think I see noticed. That. Yeah, Claude. A thing I noticed. That might just be like a translation, translation thing. Yeah. But still, I it thought could that was, be. Yeah, because I think these I were was fan subs. But it's possible there are sometimes words that really only get translated uh, one way. Yeah. I just know Claude uh, is definitely a paradox word. She loves calling people Claudes. Yeah, I can't figure out like not without spending way too much more time looking this up. But if anyone knows the giant red uh, kanji. It might be one kanji, one kana, whatever. In Sionji's exchange diary, uh, let us know and write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at JJBPod. Anyway. Oh, so th- also, sorry. We get some good. <laughs> you cut me off a few times. It's okay. No, it's okay. I just want to keep going. Um, sorry, because I was doing the same thing earlier. I was like, ha. <laughs> um, oh, and it's revealed that Sionji only only one is that this episode or is that the next one? No, sorry, it's the next one. I apologize. Go ahead, Mark. You were going to say something. Go on, Mark. I was just going to say that I like those uh, evil Ojo Sama laughs that happen in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, with a hand in front of your face. <laughs> well, you, you gotta you gotta do it back like impression this. Impression is so good. <laughs> backwards, um, and then at one point she's doing the evil laugh, and someone like interrupts her and explains something, and she's just quietly like, oh. <laughs> real right real quiet it's it's uh pretty great and i don't think anyone actually laughs like it but and i don't i, I don't know I where that like trope that. came from but it's just the best it's great um so they come back from india they come back from india and she's all like guys i got the spice we're gonna do it's gonna be great we're gonna switch everybody back and then she like go and, and then choo choo is eating a banana and he drops <laughs> his, his banana peel and she slips on the banana peel <laughs> and a- an and elephant. then where did this elephant come from? Where there are no elephants in from Japan? From India, Jackie. This elephant came from India. This, the same elephant that's been chasing her all around India, I guess. Just like... <laughs> and then and the... Uh, the magic dr- lamp that held the curry shatters. Yeah, so she drops all the spice. And, and it all it, blows away. And it blows away. And they're like, And she explains it. that it took 200 years to make. Mm-hmm. 
that that was the so, last of it. So they're not getting any more. So it's like, mm, well, you're stuck in Freaky Friday forever, except not really, because it turns out that the curry was... They never even used that like super spicy curry in the first place, and it's it was just Anchi's cooking that causes people to switch bodies. <laughs> and that's that's when Sionji and Chu Chu take bites of the same curry, and that's when they end up and they switching switch. bodies, and you get beautiful little Chu Chu with the long flowy green hair, yep. and creepy Sionji saying chew to himself up in a tree so he switches place with a monkey not unlike uh when people switch places with dogs and stuff in and there's kind of a freaky friday thing with part five when their souls swap in in jojo jojos yep yeah that would have been uh better i think what if their souls swapped if they just swapped with dogs and that that way (laughs) in this Mm, but it didn't say that way they went back to normal that's true after the next episode yeah just dogs are better Mm. I guess is the what monkeys? I'm trying to say. You don't like choo-choo? I also, I don't like monkeys generally, but I do appreciate choo-choo. <laughs> I, I do appreciate like choo-choo. I appreciate what he does. Also, I found a whole YouTube channel just dedicated to oh-ho-ho oh, oh, clips. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but they're separated. They didn't make compilations. They're all just separate videos. And I think it's just called oh-ho-ho. Oh, oh. Are they each like two seconds long or? Uh, 15, 2, 10, 5. Can yeah. you play one for me right now? Uh, yeah. It's called oh-ho-ho-jo-sama. Oh, that's a good one. You get it. Those are good. Like a witch's cackle. Yeah. Oh, my God. You get it. I wish I could cackle like that. My cackles are not that good. You got to really find a a padded room, you know, that you can (laughs) just throw yourself around. Yeah, and just really let it out. Oh, also, episode eight has like a... uh, has kind of like a moral it's like a cautionary tale yeah. because in between there's these like shadows where the interstitials people, come in yeah, yeah that we were talking about where they they're basically saying like any fucked up thing you do comes back at you like they don't say karma but it's karma and like that's what those elephants are those elephants are just karma <laughs> <laughs> coming after those mean girls for attempting to sabotage things even though they didn't actually sabotage anything they attempted to right they were just being and karma is a concept in hinduism mm-hmm. which is born in, in india, india. connection where they are we did it everyone and elephants as we know uh are representative of the hindu goddess ganesha and ganesha is uh the god of wisdom success and good luck and he grants favors i just read most of that while going but i did recall correctly that ganesha is an elephant Mm -hmm. so very good i don't know what that has to do with the elephant's behavior in this it's actually the complete opposite so never mind right ep nine (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I took some notes. Episode nine was a big Sionji versus, how, how are we saying it? Tu, tuga? Toga. 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 Yeah. By the way, it, it, so it, it starts with like a flashback. And Two opposing colors, the green-haired guy and the yeah. red-haired guy. Complementary colors. Complementary colors. It shows them as kids. It's Toga and Sionji as kids, and they're walking That's by. That's how, how it starts. It starts with them fighting, and... Uh, Sionji loses to Toga. Because he sucks. Yes. And it looks like there's like brooms and swords watching them They fight do this weird thing where they, they, you hear the girls watching. And at one point they do show you that the girls are standing They're in the doorway. Standing in the door. But they do show the various kendo sticks and a broom moving while the girls are talking as though they are 
female humans. Right. These like brooms and stuff moving. Like anthropomorphizes them when it doesn't need to because yeah. the girls are right there. Part of me was like, did the girls turn into brooms and Nintendo <laughs> sticks? I don't understand. But then we see them. So I yeah. don't know why they decided to take that 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 move. But surreal. it eventually yeah. shows them as kids. And they're looking at like a church where something is going on. And then what I love. Well, the reason why they do this flashback. Okay, fine, Mark. Just Because I just want to. Tell wanna, your story. I just like, I'm just reading random notes. That's okay. what I want to do. Uh, I just think it's funny that there's like something going on and there's like church bells and someone mentions a funeral and then the other one says, someone must have died, <laughs> which is like, yes. That's what a funeral is. You said funeral. <laughs> and this is very clearly what a funeral looks like. The reason why they have this flashback is because um, Shojin is, uh, says something about how like he wants something eternal Sayanji. and that's... Yeah, and that's why he uh, he wants something yeah, he eternal. Wants to take and possession of eternity. He yeah, and that's why he wants to possess the princess. The what's her name? And she, the rose bride. The yeah, rose he bride. But it's it's they find out that like he doesn't want her for her. He just wants her so he could be <laughs> uh, Toga. Yeah, he doesn't want her for her. Yeah, yeah. Does she like me for me? Not because, because I sing like Pavarotti. Mm, I was just going to go to, or that guy who was in Fargo. <laughs> I think his That's name was song. Steve. Just, it's the next line is, or because I'm such a hottie. There you line. go. There Thank you, is. Jackie. I was also going for the guy who looks like, but I couldn't come up with Unlike anyone the that cable rhymed, guy. I got John Gotti. That was the closest I could. No. <laughs> that was a very 90s song, but it didn't include uh, any Gotti references. Damn. Missed opportunity. And so in the flashback, it's uh, interesting. It's about uh, there's like a funeral, and there and there's some people that are looking for a, a girl. Her parents were killed, but the girl is the missing. missing. So um, Toga and what's what's the same? Sionji. Sionji go out looking for her, and they go into the cathedral, and they see three coffins instead of two, and they open one of them, and there's a little girl with pink hair in it. Um, you don't see her face. But she's just like super depressed and she's like, I should have died. And there's no just, such thing as something eternal. Yeah. She was just very, 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 very sad and depressed. And really she's down in the dumps. Just wanted to say. just wanted to stay in this coffin her forever. Grappling with death is all children have to do at some point where you go like, oh, right. Things don't just last forever. She's like, I belong here. Even cold November rain. Yeah. All of the coffins have roses on them. There's roses all along the there's sides of them. There's everywhere. roses inside the coffin. Toga says he's an ally to all women because he's chivalr chivalrous. Uh, and he the, uses the word feministo or feminista at some yeah. point. Yeah, but I guess it means chivalrous. Uh, yeah, it means it doesn't something. Mean it doesn't mean feminist, I think. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he shows her something eternal or not. We don't know he what he... wants to show her something He wants eternal. to show her something and eternal. she doesn't believe that there is anything eternal. Yeah, but he's like, I don't know. She The next day she leaves the coffin and she's fine-ish. So, so was was that girl with the pink hair? That wasn't Utena, was it? It seems like it might it be. It looked like her. It and did. Like that co hair color, the hairstyle looked like her. And the fact that they blacked out her face made it hard to judge on anything else. I think either they are the same or it's it's the kind of thing. Because he, he ends up saying to her later, to Utena later, mm -hmm. like, you know, your, your, the, your prince was someone like me. Mm. I think that to him, like the girl it's with... Like, the girl that he met was someone like her. So either he like relates to like he's relating her to that girl right, and right. he also sees himself in, in her story. Yeah. Um, and so he sees a connection there or 
It they, actually it, was her. It actually is literally, yeah, that they met each other. But I feel like she would know if she met the prince again. I think she would know. Right. Right. You know? So, and he would know too. Yeah. Um, and their their relationship would be different at the school, I think, yeah. if it actually was her. Yeah. So I don't think it is. I think mm. it's just that they, they have this connection to each other because they have like stories that are important to them in their past. Maybe that's why they blacked her face out. Maybe that's why they didn't show yeah. anything other than her hair. I think maybe we're that's supposed to see a similarity there too. Mm. But um, That's what I think. So after she, after she comes out of the coffin, they cut back to the present. Um, and uh, Sayonji gets a note from End of the World that says the castle is coming down the tonight. castle in the sky the, yeah which if the the previous episodes we saw above the dueling arena i guess dueling mm. court yeah, i think arena dueling yeah. i don't know what you'd call it you dueling know, field the duel zone yeah above the duel zone is an upside down castle so it's like you know the points of the castle are pointing down at the yeah. field on which you duel um and so it says that the castle in the sky is coming down tonight and then um, Anthe is kidnapped, I think, is right after that. Does he kidnap uh, her? Yeah, I th- yes. Yeah, so. he takes her. Anthe is kidnapped. Uh, Sionji took her. Right. And he's like trying to force his way into the dueling arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was saying like, you can't, you, nobody can take me onto the dueling arena that I'm not currently engaged to, mm-hmm. especially when a duel wasn't scheduled. And he's yeah. like, I don't care. He slaps her, and I think she's been slapped in every single episode that we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> she, gets, she gets slapped a bit. Yeah. Yeah. She's been slapped in all three episodes. Girls of color in this show are, like, <laughs> exoticized because they're, like, mystical, or they're punching bags. Well, yeah. Or both. Yeah. Not the best. Lots of slapping. I mean, other people get hurt. You need one of those stuff. feministos to step in. You need a feministo. It's very, I guess with the slapping, <laughs> the slapping makes everything more dramatic. A lot of people, and it's not even like a front hand slap. Everybody's yeah. backhanding each yeah. other. Like that's how you do it when you're a noble. I guess I've never, I've never slapped anyone front hand or backhand. But I feel like I could more easily front hand someone. But have you ever hit someone with a glove to indicate that you want a duel? Oh, my brother and I used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like real hard hits or not? We did really? that a lot. No, oh. you, you would you would do it like progressively harder until the other person told you to stop. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I wrote jerks. I when uh, Utena comes down like to save uh, Anshi and she confronts um, uh, what's his name uh, Sionji. Sionji. I wrote down this guy is Bowser because she's mm. like you can't just take him. I'm like he's Bowser. He's Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it's her like, in the wedding uh, dress. I want this. I want her, so I'm taking her. It's like you can't just take her. You did. You didn't do the whole duel thing. Like you need to actually fight for her. Like what are you doing? So they the so actually Sionji like passes out, doesn't he? There's an explosion right in front of the entrance to the arena, and he yeah. passes out. And when Utena comes up, he's unconscious right. on the ground. He's like face down in in water, right? Yeah. Um. With so his, what happened like, to him? Yeah, that looked like the uh, Some, beginning or end of Sunset Boulevard. Uh, oh, when he's like face down in the water yeah. with his hair. Or it's a reference to Captain Jack by Billy Joel, where he says, and they just... Captain fa- Jack will get you high tonight. Yeah, he says, and they just found your father in the swimming pool. Mm. And I guess you won't be going back to school <laughs> anymore. 
That song uh, has haunted me. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but like after two, what I then maybe now would consider like big moments of failure in my life, that song was on the radio. Whoa! Oh, no. I was like, no, I don't what do a bummer. I don't do heroin. <laughs> Leave me alone. Because <laughs> that's I, what that, that song is. I love Billy Joel. I hate that song. Um, I don't know that I like it now. Billy Joel is just too like dramatic for me. But I grew up with a lot of Billy Joel. Basically, at one point, I took a job and was like uncomfortable with it. And I thought that I could just tell them that and they would just switch me to a different position. Cause he was like, and if you don't think you can do this job, just let us know. And I was like, okay, there's my, there's my out. Cause I was like, I hate this. I'm awkward. I'm terrible at it. Everyone thinks I'm weird. And then I asked him and he was like, all right, well, see you later. Oh no. I was like, what? Oh no. And then I just drove home. This was like outside Philadelphia. Captain Jack. And Captain Jack was on. And I was like, ah, yes, this bummer of a song. (laughs) And then, then there was another time it played. I don't remember what that was anymore. Um, but I know it was three times because the last time I moved out of Philadelphia and, uh, I bummed out, I was like pretty much like, I'd already like kind of flunked out of school and then was just like, yeah, I can't do this. I can't work down here alone. And as I'm leaving, I'm like, all right, where's this fucking song? And now I'm like asking for it. (laughs) I'm like hitting the classical rock, the classic rock station. Like, go ahead, do the thing. And it, it wasn't playing. And then I was like, well, I have to double back and, and get something. And then I got gas. And then when I get, finally got out of the gas station, it was fucking playing no on the radio. Way. Yeah. And That's I was like, amazing. oh, fine. But <laughs> I think it's really cheating if you keep looking for it. But That's mm. great. Yeah. Captain Jack used to haunt me. And now, now when it comes on in the car, I'm like, no. Turn Something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. My father was not in the swimming pool. I don't do heroin. I don't meet my girlfriend in the parking lot. I have. I probably have met Jackie in the parking lot when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. To I clarify, I was the boyfriend and you were the girlfriend. The bank parking lot. Way back when. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that bank. There's a bank by my house. I'm not going to tell you which don't, bank. Don't. Don't say. What's the address? No one lives near a bank except you. <laughs> I don't live. <laughs> You're right. There's a bank by my house. Wait, and Jack it, used to live in a bank. And I lived on a busy street with my parents. Uh, the, we lived on a busy street. and uh, Which one? So, so he would just w- park at the bank and then like pick me up there because it was easier. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to really see how else I relate to the the guy in the Captain Jack story. <laughs> You're gonna. Am I up. Captain Jack? It's gonna get to the end. Mark. Am I Mark Captain DeVries Jack? Mark will get you. I don't know. No. Captain Jackie. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Captain Jack is heroin. Do you, you want to be heroin? I could be heroin. Why not? It kills people. But I'm I'm a hero. But they also enjoy it. Just. Uh, so you go to the village. I do go to the village, <laughs> but I don't wear tie-dyed jeans. Well, uh, I don't. I didn't live in a one-horse town. These Mark, are big this sounds towns. Sounds like a life change for you. I um, don't know. The town where we grew up in probably had one horse in it. <laughs> I don't have a sister. Um, I don't know if I wear New English clothes. Anyway, uh, revolutionary girl lieutenant. Um, Wait, we didn't finish. So they get they get up to the dueling arena. And there's a giant rose with they're a coffin in the, in the middle of it. Are they in the castle? No, not yet. Not okay. yet. They're in the they're in the arena. Okay. Um. So there's a big giant fucking rose, and the coffin is inside of it, and it opens up. What and, is any and, of this? Where did this rose come from? It. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Because he there was like an explosion, and he was unconscious. Yeah. And so a bunch of stuff happened that they weren't expecting. And when Utana comes up, he wakes up, and they see that the door to the dueling arena is just open. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I didn't open it." And so they both go in. And they find Anchi inside the coffin, just like the girl was in mm-hmm. the flashback. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, different spots on the floor, the bricks of the floor, start turning into columns and like shooting different parts up closer to the castle. And so it shoots the rose up. And then the part of the ground that um, Utena is on shoots up towards the castle as well. Mm-hmm. And 
Sionji is just down on the ground, like waiting. I don't know. Casually yeah, looking he, at things. He didn't get elevated up there. He's um, like, um. Mm-hmm. And then a big chunk of castle falls and squishes him. The castle just falls apart. He gets all squished. Yeah. Um, and then Utena d- dives into the rose and right. saves Anshi. And as their hands touch, all of the petals like poof, yeah. they kind of like fl- flutter down really nicely. So um, pretty. Yeah. And then it turns out that the the letter that Sionji got was sent by Toga, mm. and Sionji got expelled from school. Which wait, what letter? The letter that said that the castle is coming down tonight. The letter that got uh, him to, yeah. the to kidnap Anshi. Coming down tonight. <laughs> Mm. Take you to well, another almost, school. He almost kills Utena. Yeah, he yeah. almost kills Utena, but then um, Toga like saves her because he is right. a chivalrous man. Yes, he's, he's a feminista. He's a feminista. He's a feminista. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Sanji Sanji gets expelled in the end, which, which is, is like better than dying. Yeah, I didn't suppose. he get crushed by a castle? I thought so. Maybe he's dead and expelled. <laughs> That's you're expelled from living <laughs> when you die. And at the end, expelled someone was like, eternity. but I thought you guys were good friends. And Toga's like, anyone who believes in friendship is a fool. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Just real hard. Good show. I like it. I'm going to keep watching it. Mark, <laughs> it sounds like you're not going to keep watching it. Are you going to keep watching I'll it? I'll watch the silly ones, but the actual like frame not frame story the main plot it doesn't really interest me okay. it feels like sailor moon though I'll, I'll the just whole watch idea it by of myself. like princes and destiny and like no all that feels it feels like sailor moon it's more mature than sailor moon and it's Don't more you say no it's more me. surreal and it's more it's more Artsy. real it's more real and it's more surreal at the same time like that's i so i think I, it feels mature and just kind of like a dream at the same time yeah and there might be more slice of life ish episodes but i think that is why i do kind of like sailor moon Mm. from what i've seen but when sailor moon does start talking about it's like sillier. the ancient prince and stuff i'm like ah, i don't really care about this <laughs> i just want to see usagi be like a dumb dumb lazy head yeah and uh this does yeah. feel like ancient or like uh medieval princes and stuff but then so then when somebody had a cell phone they're like cell phone yeah. buzz we i was were, like we were what? all really surprised <laughs> and he hits he hits that button and it, like, it chirps oh this is yeah. the 90s wait a minute why does everyone <laughs> act like they're from like the 18th century or whatever the right. fucking cell right. phone beeps and he goes where are you at it was very strange. Into the side of it. Yeah. You had the chirp. Because it wasn't stuff. it wasn't modern times, but it was a cell phone. Modernish. Modern. Modernish. No one I know had a cell phone in nineteen ninety six or ninety seven. Right. True. No, no I, knew I, people. Know. I knew people. I th- there were people who had like, you know, their mom ha- had a cell phone and if they were going out, their mom made them take the one family cell phone that they had. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like I know which part of our county these people were from, mm-hmm. which direction I should look. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see you, Sionji, <laughs> Toga. Uh, yeah, I think this show is very obviously, everyone is saying it's influential, and I think that makes a ton of sense, even though it did come out in kind of the mid, late 90s. Um, yeah, I'm glad I saw it, but I don't, I don't think that I'm necessarily interested in watching it. If you find episodes that you think I might like, I'll watch them. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to watch it. I'm just going to binge it. Where'd you you where'd... can join if you want. You don't we're, have we're, to if you, you don't want. You had to download it though, Here's right? Here's the problem, Jackie. What? I downloaded it. Um, the only so way download you, all the of it and the put only, it on the thing for me and I, I'll watch well, it. Well, I put on one through 20 on the thing. Okay. I'll um, watch on the thing. Season one is available only in standard definition on Amazon Video. But, no, just kidding. And you have to buy it for like $25 oh, doll hairs. I'll, I'll do oh, that. That's fine. That many doll hairs. But I already have the whole first season on. Yeah, but I could just buy it. 
All right. You want to be nice <laughs> support to support artists, uh, Mark. Yeah. To, to, to be, support be this papas. artist collective. Support the Japanese anime. Yeah, be Papas doesn't see a dime of that shit, but somebody owns the license. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. You don't deserve this. I'll watch it with the true subs instead of the fan subs. This show actually the, the you can see if they actually use Claude. Yeah. I think this show did have a rights thing where like the rights like uh, liquidated and it went up in the air and then someone bought it. Oh. And fuck those people. Hmm. But anyway, you might like Revolutionary Girl Utena, but maybe we said something about it that was wrong. Maybe you disagree with me. We probably said a bunch of stuff Mark. about it yeah. that was wrong. Maybe, Write in and tell us why we're wrong. Maybe you have other shoujo works we should look at. If you see other Steven Universe connections. Yeah. Definitely. Any I'm Steven curious. Universe connections to animes we've talked about. If you have connections to things in your life or in animes we're not going to watch, don't. Don't write in, mm-hmm. but you can write in about other stuff, like what it's like to live in the greatest city in the world. It's Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And whether you liked us or not, you should give us five stars on iTunes. Rate and subscribe and write a nice review. You can just write some bullshit. If you have a guess as to what bank Jackie lived near. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Send it out there into the into the uh Ether. The email ether. Ether mail. The eternal revolutionary the eternal inbox of the spotless mind Ooh. um chicas mm. thank you for coming to our apartment thank you and Yay. thanks for, for having me. eating chinese food oh thank us. you for making me eat chinese food <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much i'm sure it was very helpful for your cold yes yeah um True. and thanks for being on the pod and you don't promo yourself on the internet do you or do, do you, you have a drawing uh instagram no all right <laughs> we'll see you around Bye, everybody. Jackie, do you want to plug your Twitter or anything? No. Okay. I should plug mine. I threw <laughs> Nothing my old, to plug. I threw my old one away. Go ahead, Mark. But uh, you can follow me at DeVriestron on Twitter and Instagram. It's DeVries is spelled like this, DeVries. Uh, D-E-V-R-I-E-S. Spelled and then traditionally. Tr- Tron, like the fucking 80s uh, movie. Anyway. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great week, and have a happy new year. This should be out on New Year. It might be the day happy after, no which way. is also known as Isaac Asimov's birthday. Welcome to 2020, everybody. Um, so yeah, I hope you all had an okay 2019, but what's more important is that your 2020 will be great. I just know it. And thank you for listening to us once again for another year. Never lose your strength or your nobility, everybody. Right. Crack the world shell. Yeah, yes. break out of that shit. Chicken egg world. Yeah. That's the order. Crack the shell. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.